Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Life in Business. I am your host, Libby Langley. Thank you for joining me again. Let's talk today about success. Let's talk about success, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I mean, it kind of works, right? Success, 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 success. What does it mean to you? Successful people, right? They live in big houses, they drive fancy cars, they go on multiple holidays a year to fancy places, they are millionaires, 10K months ain't nothing for them. You know, they do 10K hours, right? This is successful people. Yes? Or no? There's kind of no right and wrong here. So what I want to talk about today is what your definition of success is and what really matters to you. Because who gives two squids about anybody else, right? What matters is what matters to you and what is important to you and whether you're reaching reaching out for and reaching, actually reaching, reaching the goals that you want to set for yourself. Don't really matter what anybody else is doing, does it? I mean, it doesn't. You know, they can be doing they can be doing million pound months, but you know, who gives a fig? You know, it just doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter as long as you know what you want and what direction that you want to go in. Okay, so how do you define success? <sighs> Such a big question. It really is. I mean, would it make you successful to have a big house, a big fancy car? lots of holidays and a million pounds in the bank. It would make you rich, but would it make you successful? It's different, right? I think it dif- it's different. So kind of let's dive into this a bit then. Let me ask you a question. What is it that really matters to you? What's, what really matters to you? I mean, presumably like your family and your friends and your health and all this stuff really matters to you. But what about your values? What values do you have in life that really matter to you? Do you want to empower women particularly? Do you want to make end poverty? What do you want to, you know, what kind of difference do you want to make in the world, right? I guess that's that's kind of the question there because that like I don't know, moral objective and goal is something different to just following a monetary goal because monetary goals, they're great, you know, brilliant. We want more money, but why? Presumably not just so we can buy more stuff. Having nice things is nice, you know. I like to buy new cars. I like to go on nice holidays, you know, but I don't live in a massive house. I lived in a bigger house before, but we downsized to this one deliberately because we wanted to because that was a kind of life choice. Does that make me less successful than I was? No, because I don't want a big house. I don't know what to do with 
<laughs> I don't know what to do with all that space, right? Um, I don't want to just be rattling around in a place. I'd rather have a smaller house and a smaller mortgage and be able to go on holiday more. To me, that's that's me creating my own success and my own lifestyle of choice, right? So it's not just about the material things. For me, might be for you, and that's kind of what we're we're hoping to get to the bottom of today and we're hoping to define for you so that you can, I don't know, you can say, yes, I'm successful or yes, I'm on the way to being successful or yes, I know when I will have achieved peak success, right? But not just to be successful, I've got to own my own Caribbean island, you know. Very, very few people will do that, like a handful in the world out of how many billions of people there are in the world. So, you know, if that's if you are, you're only successful when you reach there, you ain't never going to reach there, probably. And if you do, yay, invite me to stay. That would be fab. So what really matters to you? What are your values in life? What is it that your legacy, you know, kind of what what matters to you? What would you really like people to say about you now and then to say about you in the future when you're I don't know, not here anymore or not doing your business anymore or or something else. Just, you know, it isn't like it is at the moment. What would that legacy look like? And what values would that be aligned to? And I think that kind of, um, you know, determining that actually makes a really big difference. Because for me, you know, I've kind of been reflecting on this as I was writing the notes to do this podcast episode um, to share it with you. And I was thinking, I mean, I'd love loads of money, right? Or loads more money, you know, we'd do okay. But um, only just so I could spend it on things. <laughs> not not on stuff, particularly, um, but have more experiences. You know, that's kind of really important to me. But what's not important to me is creating a great big nest egg for somebody else. You know, it, uh, that kind of financial legacy is just not important to me uh, at all. I, I don't have kids, so... Um, you know, there are children within my within my kind of wider wider realm. But so for me, it's not like I'm not setting anything up for the next generation particularly. And I realise that may, you know, that kind of maybe makes me sound selfish and stuff, but you know, whatever. So what? It's my life. So <laughs> the money I earn, I want to spend on nice doing nice things, I want to appreciate it all. That's my approach to stuff. And success for me is being able to do that, right? That's a very kind of internal definition of success because, I don't know, would other people see it differently if you've not got a big a big legacy pot, to a financial pot to leave as a legacy? I don't know. But also, I don't care because I'll be dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, but it's, I was, I was kind of thinking about it and thinking what really, what really matters to me and how would I, how would I define success? And I guess I've got like lots of little definitions of of success and they are all kind of quite personal yeah quite personal ways of of looking at it in that they matter to me but externally they 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 may well just not mean as much and i also kind of thought I was trying to think of like who are my success idols and actually sure they've all made money you know i mean that kind of happens if you get to the top of your game, then you you do make money. But the people who inspire me are the not are not the people who have necessarily made the money. They've got the money for doing the thing, so they've done the thing. Right? That's what really really inspires me. And they're known as the kind of 
go-to people in their industry. So, I mean, you know, people like Mary Portas, she wrote Work Like a Woman. She obviously did all the TV series of Mary Queen of Shops as well, UK-based. But she's the real kind of industry lead in 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 the shopping experience. But in her book, Work Like, Work like a Woman, it was really just how to be kinder, be nicer, be be gentler in the way that you do business. And to me, that's so inspiring because she's done incredibly well in her career by being kind of nice and supportive and 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 leads with that in the book. And I to me that's really successful. That's 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 an amazing definition of success, right? Not a ball breaker, not anybody who is is just kind of a bitch to get ahead, but yeah, and the same Alex Polizzi as well, who um, I know she's come from the Trust House Forte family, so it's come from money. But this kind of isn't really about money for me. But the way she's able to look at struggling businesses, struggling hotels, and tell them what to do, and 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 both of those, um, Mary Portis and Alex Polizzi, they are very both very kind of forthright, no BS, and I, I you know. I'm like that too. And I really, I really admire that, that whilst there is caring and kindness between everything they say, they just say the stuff, right? And it's like, this is what you need to do. Do it and it'll make a difference. Don't do it and it, you'll still be stuck where you are. And I, I've got a huge amount of admiration for that. And for me, that's really, really, really successful. And then I guess over, you know, historically wise, there's people like Mary Quant, who was an absolute leader in the fashion industry, a woman. They're, they're, often women, the people who admire me. And um, I'm watching Griselda at the moment on Netflix. And Griselda Blanco is just, mm, did a post on social media about it today, actually, because whilst I'm not suggesting that we all start becoming (laughs) drug lords and um, (laughs) uh, murder people who get in our way, the kind of ethos of knowing what you want, going for it, failing, picking yourself up again and going again, despite people telling you you can't do it, despite being a woman and all the, the I mean, this was in the 70s, right? But all all those kind of things, the barriers that come up with that, but just knowing what you want and keep going and keep going and then being the top of your game. And that, it just, I'm finding this series so inspiring because it's that determination of spirit to me that is kind of really successful. You know, I think that that is is something something to me that's just in, incredible. Knowing what you want and going for it, and not letting anything derail you. You know, having your wobble, sure, but remaining focused and and still just going for it. I, I think that's that to me. That's that's like the epitome of a successful woman. And I find that hugely inspiring. And hopefully I've got some of that about me too. You know, I've been in business for 13 years this year and there've been some amazing times and there've been truly awful times, but you know, I'm kind of still here doing my thing. Um, And I really hope that that is kind of inspiring to you too. And it's one of the reasons that I do this podcast actually, to share, you know, to share the reality behind it, to say that, you know, Get your head down, do the work, know what you want to achieve, do the steps towards it, focus on it, and just embrace you and how you want to be along the way. And I love that, you know, I love that. And to me, that kind of that that kind of is a legacy that I would like to um to leave, to know that you're supported, that you can the self-belief that you can do it, you can do anything that you want to do. If 
you do it, right? That's the important thing. So, so what are your measures of success, right? How are you going to know when you have been, you've reached peak success or you're on the right path? You know, I mean, there's kind of things that everybody will think of, um, not everybody at all, but there are things that we sort of joke about, which is, um, oh, when I've lost, you know, when I've lost a stone, you know, if I dye my hair so you can't see my grey, if, you know, all this kind of this kind of stuff that actually it doesn't really matter. However, we put such a value, a big value on the way that we that we we look rather than I mean, it's difficult for me to say this really because I'm trying to lose my lockdown weight at the moment still. And and you know, it's going it's going well, but um it's not going to make me any more successful. I will be very happy when I've achieved that, but that's achieving um achieving a goal rather than being overallly successful and having lost my lockdown weight for bloody years. <laughs> It will just show to me that I can do it and of course I can do it. And the reason I didn't do it before because I wasn't really focused on it. And that there is a business lesson in itself. But is your measure of success, is it to do with how you feel yourself? Is it a feeling or is it a financial thing? And if so, why is it a financial thing? And what level of financial wealth would define your success? Is it when you buy your first yacht? Is it when you pay off your mortgage? Is it when you go on holiday using your debit card, not your credit card? You know, what, what, what is it? And why? You know, why, why does this matter? I think it's that this is kind of the root cause of all of it. Why are you defining your success the way that you're defining it? And what does that actually mean? Yeah. Because to me, success is all about, I don't know, how you value yourself and how others value you. And there is potentially zero financial um, outcome attached to, to any of that, right? Because you can be super successful and live in a tiny one-bedroom flat and choose to go on holidays camping holidays, um, but you've achieved the successful work-life balance of freedom and time, flexibilities, and, and all of those things. So it, it, it's ever so difficult to quantify, do you think? And I'm, I'm curious as to what's going around in your head at the moment as you're listening to this, because you know, I'm kind of challenging. I guess I'm kind of challenging the norm there. And money matters. You know, money matters for sure, money matters. I know that I would be far happier, um, you know, having a hundred grand a month come into my account than I would be with a hundred pounds <laughs> coming into my account a month because it, money brings choice. Money brings choice. And for me, these exp ha having experiences is really, really important to me. And I like fine dining and I do like going on nice holidays and I do like buying a new car although that's a material thing, not an experience, but the experience of driving is kind of something that I enjoy enjoy too. So yeah, it's everything for me, success is defined by feelings, absolutely defined by feelings. Because it's it's strange really, you know, we kind of judge people to a certain extent by the house that we they live in, right, or the car that they drive. You don't know how much money they've got in the in the bank. I always remember when I was a kid in the village where my parents lived, the people um 
they're dead now, I think. They lived in the big hall. Lived in the big hall. Um, I don't know how many generations has lived there before, but you know, they those kind of kind of people, right? Lived in the big hall and all this. So presumably there was some cash. There was certainly um money tied up in property and land kicking around, whether there was cash in a bank or different things. But this, you know, this is this is these are successful people that we look up to, right? The landed gentry and all of that. Um they drove the most clapped out banger of a Volvo. I can still visualize it. Their clothes were kind of grubby and tatty and worn. You know, some of the things that we think we define as kind of successful people, they're sharp and polished, successful people drive nice cars. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, really, that almost you have this I guess if you're in a position of knowing that you've always been in the elite tier, and I guess this is kind of the UK class system to a certain extent, but if you're kind of in that elite tier, then you can choose to um, drive a clap or banger if you want because you've already like made it. You've already you're already up there. Yeah, you probably went to a really nice school, expensive um, expensive private school and university and stuff. So. And know all the people in the upper echelons. So for those of us that weren't born into um, landed gentry, then I guess we feel maybe there's something more to prove, right? And often that does come with does come with money. But you don't know the person who lives in the bungalow down the road. You don't know that they haven't got a million pounds under their mattress. None of us know this, and so. And likewise, the person who lives in the really massive house around the other corner um, from you, they might be absolutely mortgaged up to the hill and living, buying their weekly shop on a credit card because they've got no money. Yeah, We don't know what's going on behind the scenes with other people, behind closed doors. And so assumptions that we make and judgments that we make of whether someone is successful or not is based on NAFL, Okay. And it's like the the people who share, the online coaches who share that they have a 10K month or 100K year or 100K month or whatever it is. And it's like, there's no transparency to that. That is not a measure of success at all, you know, because how much did it cost you to get there? You know, or how many years have you been in business or what tactics are you are you using that other people can't implement? But mostly it's kind of, you know, 10K month. 100k a month what's it cost to get there and that's not shared right so to me that's not that's not success there's kind of shouting about your money like that to me is not a measure of success because success to me is this quiet inner confidence doing good in the world and I, my that's me you know my my perception for sure but i i kind of feel that it's there's more longevity to how I would define success uh, than just flashing cash. I don't know. And then choosing what you spend your money on, having some real discernment about it, right? Just thinking, I don't mind if I have a car that's 10 years old, right? I do mind. Mine are always new. But let's say you don't mind if your car is 10 years old. Cool. Fine. Okay. And then you choose to spend your money on something completely different. You know, you choose to have a really nice holiday or you cho- you chose to pay off your mortgage early. Brilliant. That's what, that's, that choice, that choice is what brings about success. So whatever your definition of success is, I really hope that 
you're thinking about what it is, what it means to you, what it really, really means to you and not what it means to anybody else. Because who gives a hoot what anybody else thinks? None of us should. And nobody else really knows what's going on under the bonnet of your of your business or of your life of your finances right so the thing the only thing that we've any of us have actually got at the end of the day is kind of we're only as good as our word right we're only as good as our our kind of um emotional legacy our the difference we've made in the world yeah we're only as good as the way as the amount of trust people have in us because without any of that, we don't have it. We don't have anything. You know, we don't have a, a. If we don't have a good reputation, you can make all the money in the world. But if you're an absolute scumbag, pff, what price success? What's the point? Yeah, what's the point? And I think really that all the clients, you know, I've worked with you know, six and a half thousand people over the twelve years, twelve plus years I've been in business. A lot of people. I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of business owners in that time. And it tends to kind of boil down when we do drilling down exercises to find out what it is that people want when we're talking about goal setting and that kind of thing. The things that matter are having more time, having more freedom, having more flexibility, being able to make your own choices and being happy. That's it, right? That's just in the simplest, simplest forms, that is what success is. And that is what matters to people. And I think that's really magical, right? So I'd love to know how you define success, what your definition of success is, and kind of what today's today's episode has made you has made you think about. Because spending so much time focusing on just financial goals it's so kind of arbitrary to what life is all about because life is about enjoying yourself. Life is about engaging, connecting, you know, forming good, big connections, important connections, connections, doing things that you enjoy, laughing, smiling, having fun. You know, that's that's what's going to matter. I can't imagine for a moment that there'll be any of us on our deathbed saying, do you know what, I wish I'd made more money. There will be those of us who said, do you know what? I wish I'd been on more roller coasters. That would probably just be me. <laughs> I wish I'd been on more roller coasters. I wish I'd danced more in the rain. I wish I'd made more snow angels. I wish I'd sat on more beaches and read my book. You know, this this kind of living life. I wish I'd laughed more. I mean, wouldn't that be so desperately sad if you got to your deathbed and, you know, someone asked you if you had any regrets? I don't know. Do people do that? I don't know if people do that or not. But if somebody said to you, you know, have you got any, what are you most proud of and or what regrets do you have? And if you said, I wish I'd laughed more, I just, that, I mean, it would just be such a desperately sad life. And you could have, you could have your own private island in the Caribbean. You could have your own private jet. You could have the yacht. You could have all the the uh, measures of success, the measures of success, right? In inverted commas. But if you haven't, if you wished you'd laughed more, that's, yeah, you know, that's not great, right? So we don't want that for you. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about what really, really matters to you. 
think about that, your legacy, your values, and think about who you would call successful and why. Yeah. And it I'm fairly sure it won't actually be the person who's made the the most money. I I just I just don't think it will be. But if it is, let me know. And if it isn't, let me know who it is, because I'm really, really interested in that. And then think about what your measures of success are. How how do you define your sex success? Or do you choose a different word, right? Success might be just a really ugly word for you. And that's fine. What do you, what do you, what word do you want to use instead? And then think about your which of those kind of five measures of six, ultimate measures of success you can tick at the minute. So time, freedom, flexibility. <laughs> oh, I can't remember what the fourth one was. And happiness. Time, freedom, flexibility, something and happiness. Oh, well, that's that wasn't very good, was it? Okay, the four measures of success. <laughs> Ultimate measures of success. And um, time, flexibility, freedom. No, it's gone completely, honestly. Mm. So success for me would actually remember, be remembering something properly. Um, but happiness is the most important one, one to me. So think about what your ultimate success measures are and where you are scoring yourself against them at the moment and then what tweaks you can make to your life to improve it. And honestly, that's how you get success, baby. That's how you make it. That's how you make it work. That's how you just feel like that, blissfully calm. It'd be great. It's great. That's all you need to do. So sending you lots of love. Thank you for joining me again today. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.